Spoiler alert! Get the latest news from the big and small screen with Mio. Brought to you by the Cosmopolitan Hotel. High value, smart price. Welcome back, everyone. It's the first episode of Spoiler Alert for 2021. I'm back from my trip to South Africa, managed not to pick up the new strain of COVID over there. I have two PCR tests to prove it, and I will be doing a third one tomorrow just for austerity measures to make sure that we are super safe. But Happy New Year to you all. Hopefully you've been staying safe by wearing your masks and socially distancing wherever possible. This was definitely not the year to have big Christmas and New Year's dinners or lunch parties since those would be classified as super spreader events. So it didn't really even feel like Christmas at all, at least not to me. But here's to hoping that 2021 is going to be better than last year, fingers crossed. Now we're officially back in total lockdown as of tonight, so once again we are going to need all the distractions we can get to keep our anxiety at bay. No better way to do that than by a little escapism into a different time period. Let's check out some of the latest releases. In the movie category, we are checking out Wonder Woman 1984. Since Gal Gadot's first appearance as Wonder Woman in Batman vs Superman Dawn of Justice, anticipation has run high for any of Wonder Woman's big screen outings, the first of which broke all box office records and left us begging for more. Unfortunately, her next foray it was in Justice League, and even though it wasn't that bad, even Wonder Woman's presence could not save that film, especially when it's compared to the many movies available in the rival Marvel Universe. So Wonder Woman 1984 was supposed to be a major comeback, so to speak, and it's been a long time coming due to the lengthy production time and delays of the release due to the pandemic, of course. But not to fear, technology has come to our rescue once again, and Wonder Woman 1984 is now available to stream through HBO Max and Apple TV+. As with the first Wonder Woman movie released in 2017, it is female-driven, with Patty Jenkins once again taking the helm in the director's chair and co-writer, and Gal Gadot also stepping into the role of producer. It also offers a female villain portrayed by Kristen Wiig, but that is where the good part starts to fade away. The movie definitely had its high points, such as the return of Chris Pine as Steve Trevor, a wonderful Easter egg appearance of Linda Carter as Asteria, and a nostalgic look into the tech, interior design, and fashions of the age. But the setting seemed like a non sequitur, since we had assumed from the previous movies, and hence, that Wonder Woman had kept herself under wraps and incognito until called upon in Dawn of Justice. Also, the storyline seemed a bit forced and Max Lord was not the most outstanding villain despite the best efforts of Pedro Pascal. Additionally, the underlying theme was a bit obvious, but having said that, I will leave it to you, the viewer, to judge its continuity. Altogether, there are worse ways of spending a couple of hours watching this, if only to admire Gal Gadot. 
Now we come to the TV show category and this week we are checking out the new release Bridgerton on Netflix. For those that are fans of shows such as Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and also love the dramatization of the various Jane Austen era romance novels, get ready for a treat in the form of executive producer Shonda Rhimes' latest offering. It's based on the historical romance novel by Julia Quinn called The Duke and I and this eight-episode series is a romantic drama set in Regency-era England between Simon Bassett, the Duke of Hastings, and Miss Daphne Bridgerton, after which the series takes its name. Despite the trepidation elicited by the concept that Netflix and Shonda Rhimes had actually created a series based on a bodice ripper novel, this new release can only be described as Hagen does for the soul. For purists who enjoy the classic adaptations of Jane Austen's novels such as the excellent Andrew Davies adaptation of BBC's Pride and Prejudice from 1995 starring Colin Firth and Jennifer Earle or Emma starring Gwyneth Paltrow from 1996 it took all of 20 minutes to get into this show and disregard the historical discrepancies. Great performances from the two leads of Phoebe Dynavo and Rieg Jean Page, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but uh, it also has the incomparable Julie Andrews providing the voiceover of Lady Whistledown as well as the rest of the cast, all of whom played against each other beautifully. But these aspects were just the base ice cream layer with additional yumminess added by the fantastic sets, gorgeous costumes designed by Ellen Mironik and haunting music in the form of orchestral music adapted from artists such as Taylor Swift's Wildest Dreams and Shawn Mendes' song Written in My Blood. This is not a series to miss and we're already eagerly anticipating season two which will delve into the love lives of the other siblings in the Bridgerton family with the added drama of the Lady Whistledown story for some added spice to the sweet. That brings us actually to this week's book recommendations. If you have a hankering for a historical romance novel after watching Bridgerton, you can always go back to the source material written by Julia Quinn. Her Bridgerton series spans eight books, one for each of the siblings in the following order. The Duke and I, The Viscount Who Loves Me, an offer from a gentleman romancing Mr. Bridgerton to Sir Philip with love when he was wicked it's in his kiss and on the way to the wedding. Of course, there is a certain repetitiveness in the genre, but each one of these develops the family saga and weaves in other characters in both minor and major fashions, such as Lady Danbury and the Featherington family. As to be expected, the books differ from the series to a certain degree, but they serve their purpose in keeping you entertained, especially if you are single and in lockdown as most of the world currently is. Escapism is the name of the game with these books, and why not? Not every book you need to read needs to be Tolstoy, does it? Sometimes it's nice to read something that doesn't require thought. 
Other writers to be recommended from this genre are Judith McNaught, who wrote Something Wonderful, Almost Heaven, and Once and Always, and of course, Joanna Lindsay. You should check out the Mallory novels, such as Love Only Once and Tender Rebel. I guarantee you will enjoy it. Now we check out our Miss of the Week, and it's a TV show called Tiny Pretty Things on Netflix. It's a drama based on a group of ballet dancers and their lives at the grueling, ruthless, hyper-competitive Manhattan Dance Academy. Now, this is not the first drama produced which explores this backdrop of the ballet world. However, in an attempt to distinguish it from other such offerings, such as the excellent stars drama Flesh and Bone, which takes a look at the very dark side of life in a professional dance company, this one, Tiny Pretty Things, fuses the vibe of the 80s movie and TV show fame with a kind of mystery backdrop due to the fact that the voiceover is provided by a character who was the victim of an accident or suicide or murder attempt which was somewhat reminiscent of Desperate Housewives. Unfortunately this series does not deliver in my opinion. The characters are well portrayed by a young cast but still fails to inspire due to lackluster writing and a lack of chemistry between the players. Additionally the soundtrack did nothing to lift the series and even the choreographies were as disjointed as the plot lines. Definitely a fail. For those ballet lovers out there, there are other things that would be a better use of your time. For example, another recent release on Disney Plus is the documentary On Point, a season of the School of American Ballet. Although this look at ballet is probably a little too positive, it is Disney after all, it was definitely more realistic than Tiny Pretty Things and worth a look. As for watching something ballet inspired that is pure entertainment, I recommend checking out the movie Centre Stage, directed by the British-born National Theatre director Nicholas Heitner. He also did The Madness of King George and The Lady in the Van. Now this one has stood the test of time very well since its release date in 2000, with a wonderful cast including Amanda Schull, who is now in Suits, and Zoe Saldana, who you'll remember from Avatar, Star Trek and Columbiana. Now of course, the requisite smile generating uplifting choreography at its conclusion is one reason enough to watch it. Altogether, I cannot say which of these presents the most realistic look into the world of ballet, but from what I have heard, the truth is probably somewhere between On Point and Flesh and Bone. If you are a dancer and you have checked out any of these that I've mentioned, maybe you can post your opinion as feedback for other viewers. You can send it to me on Instagram, mia.v.shamas, and let me know what you think and if we've got our recommendations right. Now, in terms of binge watching this week, which is quite important since it's the new lockdown starting tonight, in keeping with our historical theme that seems to be most prevalent, why not delve into Vikings, the History Channel's epic tale which revolves around the farmer-turned-warrior Ragnar Lothbrok charting his rise to power as King of the Norsemen, the discovery and subsequent raiding of new lands and his family. It was first created in 2013 by Michael Hurst, who was the creator of The Tudors, and the final part of season six is now online and streaming on Amazon Prime, along with all the other 
the seasons, making it the perfect binge watch. Even though this is a dark and violent show, it is superbly written and filmed featuring a wide array of talents such as Travis Fimmel from The Beast, Catherine Winnick from Woo Assassins and Big Sky, Linus Rausch from Law and Order, and Clive Standen from Taken, to name but a few, with appearances from Gabriel Byrne, Donald Logue, and of course, Jonathan Rhys Myers, you'll remember him from The Tudors. It's definitely worthy of your time, and now that the final episodes are here, no excuses for not watching from beginning to end. There you go, those are your first few recommendations and new releases of 2021. I hope you manage to stay safe during this next lockdown that's starting, and uh, make sure to check out these ones that I've recommended, and let me know what you think if you agree or disagree with our recommendations we'd love to hear from you you can send me a message on instagram that's probably the easiest way and uh, i'd love to get back to you on that as well i will be checking in with you again next week thursday same time i'm mia v here with you on spoiler alert on sunny side up keep the tunes flowing with light fm and we'll see you next week bye for now that was spoiler alert with mia brought to you by the Cosmopolitan Hotel. High value, smart price.